Hello and welcome to Lighthouse Vineyard Church. We appreciate you joining us through this podcast. If you would like to know more about us, feel free to visit us online at lighthousevineyard.church. Thank you once again for joining us and enjoy the message. Thank you, thank you for that. Um, as I was walking up here, my stomach started to growl because um, I'm hungry. Anybody else uh, hungry? Yeah? Okay, well this first part of this message is not going to be good for you then. Just warning you. Um, anyone ever seen this TV show? Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, one of my favorite shows to watch because it's obviously about food. Um, this guy, his name is Guy Fieri. Um, he goes around to all these um, little diners, drive-in, I always mess up the order, diners, drive-ins, and dives, these hole-in-the-wall restaurants and kind of, um, you know, goes back in the kitchen and cooks with them and shows what they do. Um, I'll tell you what, the food that they show on that show, oh, it is delicious. It looks amazing. I always want to travel, like, just to those locations. A lot of times he goes, like, in the south to, like, the bayou, and they, like, have Cajun, and I'm like, I just want to go down there and try it so bad. Um, because it's, it looks so good. Here's the thing. They don't, these, these little hole in the wall, these dives, they don't advertise. So the, the, the only way that this Guy Fieri knows how is because of the quality of their food. A lot of times they'll have food that is the best of something or they're, or they're known for one type of food and he's heard about it. So he says, I'm going to travel there and I'm going to, I'm going to, tell everybody about this food. And so I was thinking about this. Do we have any of these places in our neighborhood? And we do. We actually have one. There's one called Southside Soda Shop that's down in Goshen. That was Southside. Anyone ever been to Southside? Whenever I think of there, I think of like milkshakes, even though they're known for something else. But Southside Soda Shop was actually in this show. It was on that show a few years ago. But they're known for their Philly cheesesteak. That's their kind of their, you know, when you go to the menu, says this, this is good for us. They actually bring in the bread and some other ingredients, I think, from Philadelphia to make it as original as possible. But that's what they're known for. It's, it's a pretty good sandwich. It's a pretty good sandwich. Uh, there's some others that are around here that weren't on that show. Uh, one is called, it's just right around the corner here. Uh, where are we? This way. That way that way. I'll get all turned around here to that way. Ricky's Taqueria. Has anyone ever heard of Ricky's Taqueria? Again, just around the corner. It is delicious. They actually were voted, their burrito was voted the best burrito in Elkhart County. And I had one the other day and it's legit. It's pretty good. I don't even really like guacamole. They put guacamole on it and it, oh, it was, it was pretty good. It was if not the best, it was close to the best burrito that I ever had. It was really, really delicious. Uh, there's another restaurant um, over in Elkhart called Perbaco. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Perbaco. Uh, it's an Italian place. They're, they're affiliated with Bruno's Pizza. Well, I had their lasagna a few months ago. The best lasagna that I ever had was this from Perbaco. My wife's not in here. She says she doesn't cook lasagna, but even better than hers. Like, it's, it was the best lasagna. It's cooked by, you know, 
Hey, Italians, like you go in there and they have the Italian accent, like, like these, these home-cooked Italian meals, best lasagna that I ever had. And these places are, they have all these really good things, the best of this and the best of that, but they're not, they don't really put themselves out there. They don't put themselves out there. And I was thinking about this, that, so even with the best burrito and the best taco, or even I think Bruno's has been the best pizza, do you know what else I have that is even better than all of that? That's Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is the best thing that I have going for me. It's better than the, again, the tacos and the burritos and all of that. It's the best thing that I have going. The difference is with those restaurants compared to what, what I need to do is, is instead of, because Jesus is the best thing in me. So instead of holding that in, like, right, the restaurants, they say, well, we're not going to advertise. We're not going to put ourselves out there. It's their own choice, which I'm not, whatever, that's fine. But with Jesus, we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't take the best thing that we have going for us and just hold it to ourselves. We should put it out there. And, I, and if I relate it to the restaurants, if, if I have family or friends or something that live out of town and they're going to come into town, where am I going to take them? I'm not going to take them to McDonald's. And no offense to McDonald's, I've eaten at McDonald's plenty of times, but I'm not going to, I'm going to take them to Probaco and have the lasagna, or I'm going to take them to Ricky's Tuckeria because it's the best. And so I think the same thing is true for us spiritually, that we have this Jesus. We can't just keep it within. We need to, to share that out. We need to share Jesus. The book of Psalms, it's the last Psalm. Psalm 150 kind of demonstrates this. It says, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him. And I won't read the whole thing, but the, whole, the entire Psalms, every line starts with that. Praise him. Praise him. Praise God. Praise God. So I think that tells us that, that we need to share that out there. We need to praise God out loud and, and get God out there. So getting, getting Jesus out there, getting the name of Jesus out there, that's what we need to do. So take that thought and hold it for a minute because we are in a series. It's called Living on Mission. And the point of this series, it's been a three-week series. This is the last week of it, but it's going over the mission statement of Lighthouse Vineyard Church, which is to love God, love people, and shine Jesus. And two weeks ago, Clint talked about loving God. Last week, he and Tony um, talked about loving people. They had two points from last week's message that said we can love people when we use me as a standard and when we enlarge our neighborhood. And by the way, Tony's first time he's up there, spot on. He was great. So I encourage you, if you haven't heard these messages, go back and listen to them. It gives you kind of an idea of, of what we're about here at, at Lighthouse Vineyard to share that, that mission. So today we're going to do that third part. We're going to talk about shining Jesus, living on mission, shining Jesus. And I'm going to give you two points. And one point is kind of a, a inner reflection point. And then the other, the other point talks about getting it out there and what we need to do to shine Jesus. But before I talk about those, actually, before I even do that, let me read the scripture. This is from, the scripture is going to be from uh, Matthew chapter 5. Chapters 5, 6, and 7 of Matthew are what they call Sermon on the Mount. 
uh, what's happening is Jesus went up to um, on a mountain and he was going to teach his 12 disciples and a bunch of other people came up the mountain too and he basically gave all these life lessons um, to these people. And so this is one of the points that are in there. So we're going to be in Matthew uh, chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. Let me read, talks about shining Jesus. Hold on, wrong bookmark. There we go. So Matthew 5, 14, it says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So again, we're going to take that scripture, and there's a couple things that stood out to me about what it means to shine Jesus. What can we do in 2019 to shine Jesus to others? But first, will you pray with me? So Jesus, we, we thank you. We thank you for, for first coming and, and shining on us, for giving up your life as a way to, to just shine on humanity. And so God, today, Jesus, is today as we, as we reverse that and we want to shine on you, God, we just want, just teach us today what that means. How can I shine your light to those around me? God, like always, I just pray that you get me out of the way of this message and you just speak straight to the ears that are listening. Just be with us in this message. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so the first thing, it's on your handout. If you choose to write this in, it is, we can shine Jesus if we walk the talk. If we walk the talk. And by walk the talk, I mean having a life that is worth watching. Uh, I like to call it a purpose-driven life. Live a purpose-driven life. Because here's the thing. We as Christians, when we say, yes, I believe in you, when, when, we, when we say we are a Christian, we are being watched. We start to be watched. I like to call it a fishbowl. Mentality, if you think about a fish in a bowl, what everybody looks out into the bowl into you and you swim in this little bowl, okay? That happens when we become Christians. In the scripture, it says it, right? Matthew um, 5.14 says, a town built on a hill cannot be hidden. We can't hide. Matthew 5.16 says um, that they may see your, and then it says, good deeds. So when we become Christian, we have a responsibility to do good deeds. And these good deeds, and the fact that we can't be hidden, that means people are watching us. People are watching. In our lives, just our general, we, we typically get breaks from things. We get vacations, um, our even our work week, for the most part, I know some people work more than that, but our work week is five days with a two-day weekend where we get a break from that. 
Again, I said vacations this week. I'm a school teacher. We have a fall break that's built in. So we'll get a break from that. So we get a lot of breaks in our lives. But there's one thing that we don't get a break from, and that's being a Christian. We can't say, oh, I'm going to be a Christian seven days a week and not one day. Or I'm going to go on vacation and not be a Christian. Because if we do that, we are not shining Jesus. I had an example of this kind of happened in my life uh, several weeks ago. So uh, back 25 years ago, we had a 25-year reunion of the state football championship team. And I mainly, I didn't have to show the picture, but I wanted to show it just so, because I bet there's not too many people in the room that can pick me out up here in this picture. Anybody? Okay, but that was 25 years ago. I was a freshman, and don't get me wrong, I was a freshman on this team. I don't think I saw the field other than if we were beating a team by 50 points or whatever. So I had nothing to do with this state championship team. I was just on the team, but it was a good picture. By the way, I should point myself out. I am kind of upper right-hand corner. So there's like one, two, three, four, fifth row, third one in from the right. There's a cheerleader, Brad, and then me. So that's where I am. Okay. Here's another picture. This is from the actual reunion itself. I just showed this picture because I wanted to prove to everybody that I wasn't the only person that got fat. Okay. <laughs> I was not the only person that got fat. But and there was some, some of the guys that looked, looked like they could still play. They were in pretty good shape. Now, the point of both pictures is this. is the, the person in this picture is way different than the person in that picture. Okay? That person was not a believer in Jesus, and so that person didn't shine Jesus. And when I went down to the reunion and saw my old friends and my old buddies, they know me or they knew me as that person. So it was really hard. It was really hard to go down there and not revert back into some of the old things, the way I acted, the way I talked. I cussed like a sailor back then, even as a freshman. I'd, I always tell people I would have made a sailor blush because I, I just, and so when you get back in this, it was hard for me not to like, oh, and then tell the jokes and do all that. It was really hard. But if I did, I wouldn't be shining Jesus. Because there are some of them, not all of them, but there are a lot of people in that second picture that, that knew that I, for a season of my life, worked at a church and was a youth pastor, a youth director. And so if I'd go down there and revert back to what I did, I wouldn't be shining Jesus. I couldn't take a break. I couldn't take a vacation and say, okay, for that Friday evening, I'm not going to be a Christian. I couldn't do that. And I don't mean that we don't get a break from being a Christian as a negative thing. That's a positive thing. Here's some scriptures that stuck out to me this week. Psalm 106 said, blessed are those who act justly, who always do what is right. We're gonna, God says, bless you. I'm going to bless you for acting right. Then in Isaiah 33, it says, those who walk righteously and speak what is right, who reject gain from extortion, and keep their hands from accepting bribes, who stop their ears against plots of murder and shut their eyes against contemplating evil. So that's all these bad things. Those that, that fight against bad things, basically, is what, what it's saying. What will happen, it says, those are the ones they will 
or they are the ones that will dwell on the heights, whose refuge will be the mountain fortress. Their bread will be supplied, and water will not fail them. So again, it's this striving. It's striving for a righteousness. Now, the key word there is strive. Are we going to fail? Yeah, we're going to fail. We're human. When I went back to the reunion, did I, was I righteous the whole time? No. I strived for it, but I wasn't perfect. I probably reverted back in some of, some of my old ways, some of my old habits. But it's about, it's about striving for it. People will notice when you're striving for the righteousness. I don't know this to be true, but I have a feeling that when I went back, those, those people that knew me when I was in high school probably left and said, oh, he's a little different now. I hope so. I hope that's what they felt, because I am. But again, it's striving. Are we going to be perfect? No. But on judgment day, I want God to say, you strove for righteousness. You never took a break from being a Christian, because God will honor that. He will honor that. So I ask you this question, am I striving for righteousness? Are you striving for righteousness? Another way that you probably could write this down, and I wrote in my notes, is, am I living a life worth watching? Am I living a life that shines Jesus and it's worth having other people see me? Am I living a life worth watching? Going back to six or seven years ago now, or eight or whatever it was, that I became a Christian, when I really started digging, that's a question that I check myself with regularly. Is, am I striving for righteousness still? Am I living a life worth watching? That's, those are questions I, I, I continually ask myself. Not daily, but when I, when I check myself, that's a question I, I ask regularly. So I'd encourage you to do the same. So that's point one, is that we can shine Jesus if we walk the talk. If we walk the talk. And that point is, is, is about kind of about us on the inside. Why I want to do this so other people can see me shining Jesus. The second point has to do more with what, probably what we picture when we think shine Jesus and getting it out there. And so the second point is this, we can shine Jesus if we share, if we share. It's kind of the epitome of shining Jesus is sharing Jesus, but it doesn't necessarily have to be sharing with, with words or just sharing the gospel every day. It could be that, but it could be beyond that as well. In our main scripture, verse 15 said, instead they put it to the light, they put the light on its stand. So they put it out there. And what does that light do? It gives. So we're giving that light to all the others in the house. Giving that light, sharing that light. In verse 16, it says, in the same way, let your light shine. Again, letting it shine, putting it out there, letting it shine for others to see. And it's not necessarily about telling people about your good deeds, right? That becomes bragging. We t- I think a few months ago I preached on that. It's just point one, what is my getting my 
own life right, and then point two, putting it that out there. Because when we do that, when we, when we shine Jesus, we can make a huge impact on other people. Huge impact on other people. And I know this firsthand. Back again, it's been six or seven years now, when I first got baptized in my testimony, right? We did baptisms in here um, over the summer, and you get me to share your testimony. Part of my testimony was this scripture. It says, in the same way, let your light shine before others, that they see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. That part was in my testimony because I saw other people shining their lights, and it affected me. It affected me to the point where I'm, up, I'm here now because of that. I left my job and went to work in ministry because of that. It really affected my life. And I think we can have the same way, the same effect. It affected me. So um, there's a guy, his name was Ralph, back at our old church. If some of you have been familiar with um, Vineyard Mishawaki, you probably know Ralph. Ralph is a server. He serves all the time. I served with him. I was on the maintenance teams. One of them was the outdoor maintenance team. And part of our job was when it snowed, we had to shovel uh, the sidewalks. And on that team, we, we, we were scheduled to serve like every other week or every third week, something like that. Well, I think Ralph came every week, no matter what, if he was on the team or not, he came and he shoveled snow. And then when I, when I went on staff at Vineyard Mishawaka, it would snow during the week. Well, guess who was always there before I got there to shovel the snow just so the staff had a, a dry, non-snowy pathway? It was Ralph. He didn't really say anything to me. I mean, we obviously had conversations and we joked around a lot, but that part, he shined Jesus to me through his service. Another person that, that, that I noticed shining light was Lyndon. Lyndon Bontrager, the, the, the guy that did the welcome this morning. I knew Lyndon from back in my days at Vineyard Mishawaka. I first, I served on the maintenance team. Then I started serving in student ministries. My first night in student ministries, Lyndon was there. And I walked in and he kind of took me under his wing and said, hey, come follow me. I'll show you what we do. This is kind of what it's like. And from that point on, he was always there. He always greeted me, always gave me a hug. He just... He shined Jesus through his caring. He just cared for me. Another person that, that shines Jesus is um, Kenny. And Kenny attends here now too. A lot of you know Kenny. But Kenny and his friend Andrew would go um, to Walmart and to Meyer, and they would just pray for people. They would shine Jesus that way. I'm assuming, I don't know all the details, I'm assuming they shared the gospel at times but they're just like, hey, can I pray for you? And they probably got turned down sometimes and other times they were successful. But they went out there. And if you know anything about Kenny, that's out of his nature. It's way outside of his comfort zone to go to, to put himself out there like that. But, but he didn't even say anything. We didn't even have any interaction about this, but he, I saw he was doing that and it shined Jesus to me. It probably shined Jesus to those at Walmart and Meyer that he was praying for as well, but it shined Jesus to me, who he wasn't even praying for. So when we share, when we shine Jesus, we can make a huge impact. We can make a huge impact. 
And so I want to I want to do a little demonstration here. I kind of want to bring this this scripture. I want to bring it to light. So I'm going to get my get my stuff out here. If I can bring this up here without spilling everything. So right down here, I've got a candle. I'm just going to leave it right here. I'm going to light this candle. So as the lights come down a little bit, that's our light. And now the scripture says, shine your light. So there's my, my light, my candle. And some of you can probably see that candle especially if you're in the first couple rows. Okay, but some of you in the back, you probably can't see my candle. It, doesn't give, it gives off some light, but not a ton. But now if I do what the scripture says, it says, put your light, I say on a post, because some versions say on a post, but put your light on a stand. So now if we put our light out there, now I'd argue that all of us could probably see that. Because I've taken my light, the light that Jesus gave me in John, there's, a, there's a, uh, a scripture that says, when we accept Jesus, he gives us the light. So I have that light and I put it on a stand, just like the scripture says, and everybody can see it. The scripture then says this, it says, so put it on a stand. Don't put it underneath a bowl. Don't put it under a bowl. Because what happens if we put our light under a bowl? You can't see it can't see that light. We put it in our bowl. It's hidden. Nobody can see it. This is not in the scripture, but I'd argue this too. If we hide our light enough, what happens? Our light goes out. The light goes out. And so we can't put our light on a bowl. We got to put it on a stand. So A, that it stays lit for us, but also so Others can see it. And so here's the nice thing about the power of Jesus is that if my light goes out, he will reignite it for us. He'll do it one of, seven ways, one of several ways. He can reignite it himself or he can take somebody else's light and light that. Sometimes people have trouble getting lit. There we go. So now we have, so now we have a light. This is, right? And my light's out, but I can, I can take this light. It shines before others, and that light can actually reignite my light. Right, I'm going to listen out just so I don't get wax everywhere. <laughs> but our light shines before others. The last thing is this. That's one candle. To one person, that gives off some light. But this is a flashlight here that is, flashlights are measured in candle power. So this is like thousands, probably tens of thousands of candle power. It's a lot lighter. When I shine it up on the wall, you can see it. That candle doesn't shine, it doesn't reflect off that wall. But when I put them all together, when I have thousands of those, it reflects pretty well. And if we shine that, right, even 
at Jesus and we reflect Jesus, all of us together, that's the power of multiple lights together. That's why it's part of the mission of this church. I'll turn this off. That's part of the mission of the church, to shine Jesus. Us individually shine Jesus, but also as a church body. When we come together and we shine Jesus, we can make a huge impact. We can make a huge, huge impact. And so um, I think Tony's going to come up and play, and Clint's going to come up. I'm going to pray to close us out as they come up, and then they'll, they'll do a ministry time. I'm going to leave my light going, though. I'm going to shine it. So, so Jesus, again, we thank you. We thank you for our light. I'd be remiss to say that we, 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 we if I didn't say, we, we thank you for lighting it for us, for being the fuel that, that lights our light. And so as we close today, God, I just want to say, um, let us be, be together as one, shining one bright light into Elkhart. Thank you for enjoying the message. We hope we helped you know God more intimately. If you feel our ministry is helping you spiritually, feel free to find out more about us at lighthousevineyard.church. Thank you once again for being part of our family, and we'll see you next time.